Hello, anime fans. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Double Play. This is episode 175. We are recording this on February 11th, 2-11-21. Always like to throw out the date there, so you know what kind of stuff we might be talking about. So, I am joined by none other than Mary, because I'm always joined by Mary, Hello. as we uh, do our twin thing and talk about anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited that the week's basically over. We had a, um interesting week in anime. We have some things that uh, definitely need some serious discussion. So, I mean, nothing like bad, but <laughs> it's it's not all fun and games anymore. Shit's hit the fan on some things, so we need to talk out those situations. But, Mary, um, speaking in code, I'm just sitting here with I'm, a glass of milk spilling over in my head. I'm just talking about the Promise Neverland. Oh yeah, we that's that's <laughs> something that needs to be addressed. <laughs> but before yeah, we I get, I don't know how much we can say about it, but that's the hard. I've been thinking about that since I watched the episode. I was like, how am I going to talk about the episode on the podcast? Like, I literally, I don't even know if we can say anything. But we'll get there before we talk about the weeklies and we have a really cool topic that I'm excited about. And I wish I wasn't so freaking tired. Like my brain is mush after work this week. I want it. My boss is just so horrible. Um, how the weekend anime, the only additional thing I did was I watched the Given movie last week and I know I gave it an okay review. However, I still fucking love Given. I reread the entire manga this week. I'm watching, like, clips. I'm, like, listening to all the songs again. I was just sitting downstairs on my couch just watching the same live performance, like, three times in a row. Partly because I'm brain dead right now. But partly because I'm trash. And the worst thing about Given is that there isn't a a lot of it. There's only five volumes. There's only 38 chapters of the manga in all, like, published in America or not. There's one anime and a movie, and that's it, and it's nothing, and I just, like, want to eat it all up, but there's not, like, it's just an appetizer, so I'm a little bummed, but I've been very enjoying diving into some romantic ha-ha-has for this Valentine's Day. It's a good, it's a um, seasonal thing to be obsessed with right now, so I don't mind. Yeah, that's fair. Gotta gotta get your romance fix for the next I, three days. I feel like 80% of the time, no matter what I say on this podcast, you go, that's fair. I That's a go-to phrase for me. I, I say know. that a lot. You make good points. There's some things I don't argue with, so I'm like, yeah, that's cool. 175 episodes of being told I'm fair. I am not complaining. That's not um, bad. Some people suck. No, I'll totally take it. But I think you had a pretty um, dynamic world in manga this week, if I'm not mistaken. Dynamic world in manga. I did, but I want to talk about that when we get into our uh, topic. Oh, okay, nice, nice. All right, so then anything else? Mm, no. No? Okay. Nothing. Um, oh, I watched an episode of Sailor Moon Crystal today. It's... Oh stupid but i'm almost done with season two so i'm just gonna finish it and then there are two movies coming out this year or one already came out i don't even know but now i'm done okay you want to just start talking about the promise neverland since you were all uh jazzed on it like a minute and a half ago yeah what what okay before everyone i mean 
people, you're listening to this because you're a member of the internet. We're all members of the internet. You know what the internet's saying about this. Tavis, aside from, just, can you look at what we just saw objectively? Like, can you pretend that you don't know what happens in the manga and tell me what you thought of this episode? No. Me either! Thank you! I can't do it! I really don't think I'm, like, I should really talk about how I feel about it, because... If you're only watching the anime and you haven't read the manga, you might really like it. You might not like it, but I can't help but be like, why are they not doing what's in the manga? It's so much better than this. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, um, you probably saw on the Discord, join our Discord, AnimeDoublePlay.com if you haven't yet. Um, me and Bazzy were super salty about it, like the day the episode came out, but... Here we go. I was looking into it because when I get super salty, I obviously just start doing incredible research. Guess who freaking wrote this season? I have no idea. The mangaka. Oh, what? He's writing it. He's like remixing his own story. Like these are, this isn't just like some filler anime bullshit. This is like an alternate canon. Freaking the guy's writing it. So I don't, now I totally don't know what to think because I want to be like, if I want to be a snoot, right? And be like, oh, I'm a manga purist. This is how it's supposed to be. We've got the freaking guy and I'm going to double check right now because I don't want to be a liar. He's, he's, he's literally writing it. The, the author, there's, um, for the Promise Neverland manga, for those who don't know, there's, uh, it's not just one mangaka. There's the author and there's the artist. The author of it, the writer is writing the script and the scenario for season two. Mm. How do you feel now? I, I don't like it. Like, what? I don't, like, the manga is so good. I like, know. why not, like, um, go with what the manga is? You know, I don't, I don't see a reason f- to be mixing it up. Yeah, here, let me just You know what look. I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, I saw that somewhere. I want to make sure I'm not wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll look into it, but I'm pretty sure last time I saw and it was like written by whoever. And I was Even like, if it isn't, like WTF. it doesn't really change my opinion much. It's like kind of weird. I wonder what was like going on behind the scenes for them to be like, let's not do what the manga is. Uh, I have no idea. Maybe it has to do with, like, guns. There's guns in it. That's what I was thinking. Okay, I was like, maybe... But, like, I mean, look at Attack on Titan. Look at, yeah, like... Yeah, but every, like, studio's a little different. I know, but... um, I, it's, I'm like, gonna... it's in Shonen Jump, so... Yeah, I mean, I just want to throw out there, I don't want to be a liar. I can't find the original article where I read that the mangaka is writing the second season. I'm going to go back and look, and I'll make a correction if I need to. But on Thursday, I definitely did see it. I'm just going to validate. But is false news. I, I guess so. I don't know why I can't find it now. But I was thinking maybe because, and I'm just going to call it by its name. It's not a spoiler, Goldie Pond. There's a, a lot of children with guns in Goldie Pond. I was thinking that. But I mean, it's not like we haven't seen children brutally murdered before. 
You know? Yeah, but every not in this show. Like everything's a every studio is different. Like in Shonen Jump. Like this is like pretty dark for Shonen Jump in general. It's like a perfect crime party kind of scenario. Oh. Right. That's a Bakuman reference. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wait, no, I'm gonna say that's not right. Because Shonen Jump has already published oh wait, you're saying for the anime. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I mean, I don't really think there's a good reason other than there's some weird thing like we don't wanna animate the canon stuff for some there's some reason they don't want to. What that is, I don't I don't know. I mean, it could be like whatever. I can't speculate just because I don't have like a good reason to think anything. So I I don't know. My point being, I don't actually like give a shit about this anime all that much now cuz it's not what I thought it was going to be. Oh. And I don't really feel like I can like talk about it. And it, it's not even, like, it's just a little different. Like, we were never in a demon town. We were never hiding in the shrine for a year. I can't tell you what you were what we were actually doing. I don't even remember the because shrine. Because I can't. Like, yeah, that's where we are right now. We're at, like, that temple no, place. No, no, I know, but, like. Yeah. Thomas. Norman. Yeah, he just, like, shows up. What? Like, this is what I said last week about um mama isabel i was like okay i was upset that they showed isabella so early because i won't say if there's a time skip or not in the manga or anything stuff happens in the manga in real life like as a human reading a piece of fiction you do not hear from isabella for literal years and then her being brought back into the story is like this whoa holy crap what's going on thing it was the same for Norman. We did not... Norman, quote-unquote, dies in the first season. And you do not... He's, he's like, dead. Like, he is not mentioned for a while. And now, like, he just fucking shows up, like, five episodes after he died. With... The, just... The, with, ah, I was so upset. Like, not even, like, maybe this is a cool story beat and maybe stuff's going to happen, but the reunion scene in the manga rules, you know? And know it, unless this Norman's a fake, I don't know. But just not, knowing I'm not going to get that is really sad. Yeah, I mean, this is like a totally different thing now than what we know. It's kind of disappointing I don't even know how much I want to watch it, to be honest. Oh, like, come on. You have to. Don't fail. It all feels so fake, though. It feels like none of this is real, which is true in the sense that it's anime. None of it's real. But, like, it's not what it's uh, it's not what it's supposed to be. Also, why the hell do they have a recap episode after five episodes? What do they think? I, like, can't remember what happened a month ago. Was there a recap episode? Yeah, episode 5.5. When did that come out? I don't know. It was on uh, Funimation. Is that this week's episode? Mm, uh, I I don't know. Cause I didn't watch whatever this week's episode was. It did. It, I'm gonna check. They had a freaking clip show. Clip show. Clip show. It's like a re. <gasps> this week's episode is a clip show. It's a recap of what happened this season. 
kill me. I'm like kind of insulted. <laughs> like they don't think I can remember what happened a week and a half ago. Uh, I just, I literally do not know what to do because they lost the shelter. That is the shelter. We spend a lot of time there. A lot of stuff happens there. And it's not even like, oh, maybe they'll do a weird anime original thing and then they'll just fall back into like the manga stuff. We don't have the shelter anymore. That's like half the manga. You know? Yeah, and... <laughs> like, and what? And we were only in the shelter in the anime for not even a full episode. We freaking raise like... Lanian and Toma in that shelter like and now I don't know I don't know so just something to point out because uh, we could just complain about this probably for the whole episode um, I'm pretty sure I rewatched the part with Norman at the end I think we still have Norman's crew though no spoilers yeah we probably do because I was like I stared at them all the silhouettes match Norman's crew without being more specific than that. It doesn't matter. This is just a farce. Oh my god. Well, I don't want to spoil it. I know we have some anime onlys um, who will hopefully read the manga. But now it doesn't matter because everyone knows Norman's alive. Yeah. It don't matter. It's a farce. It's all I I got. I want to see Hugo and Lucas. They aren't real in this universe. Nobody is. Everyone's a fraud. But I don't know. Whatever they're doing, I'm going to keep watching it, but I'm kind of like, whatever, at this point. I kind of wanted to see the the manga adaptation. So. Rip. Yeah, I wanted to get your opinion on it to see if... Because I'm all up for interpretation. Like, changing little things. Like, I kind of like the Death Note movie because it was different and weird and, like, whatever. And I'm all in for changing things. Like, let's say the manga did something and the anime tries to make it better or tries to, you know, add a little more to beef it up. Like, I don't know. Some of the the freaking Arcabaleno arc in Reborn is filler and it rules. Like, that was great. So there are times the Zanpakuto arc in Bleach is filler. It's amazing. There are times where the anime goes off the source material to enhance it, and it does. And yeah, I but just, filler is different than what's happening. This, this isn't is filler. Just, this doesn't make sense. This is like Full Metal Alchemist kind of stuff. You know? Yeah. It literally is. And I think that in some cases that can be fine. But I don't think in this, just because the Promised Neverland manga is way too popular to not do a proper adaptation of this season. Yeah. And also, um, I found the place where it says that um, Kai Yushirai is writing the second season and all the comments are like, this is a lie. So I am fake news. I apologize for that. But it makes me feel better that I can like hate this more now. I feel relieved. Wait, who is Caillou Shirai? He's the uh, mangaka. He's the author. So he is writing this season. He is not. 
Oh, he is not. He so Mary is, is fake news. That's a, did you not listen to the exact words I just said? I, I, said, I was confused because I thought you said he is writing the season and I'm fake news. I was like, what? Oh, I said I found the article where it said he's writing the season and all the comments are saying that it's wrong. So I am fake news. Oh, okay. okay. Which Now means, I understand. Yeah, which means we are liberated and we don't have to pretend to like it. But like, I don't know. I want to try and like it. We'll see. Thomas is done. Thomas is, like, dropping it. I mean, I'll probably just keep watching it for the podcast. Yeah. And just out of my own curiosity on what the hell they're trying to do. Yeah, and the good news is Gannon is starting to collect it. He bought the first five volumes, so I'm going to force him to lend them to me, and I can reread it. Big win. Bigu-winu. But, all right, so that's The Promised Neverland. Guys, let us know what you think. We are talking about it in the, on the Discord, but um, I can't believe this week is a clip show. We'll have even more time to talk about it now. Um, What's next? Yay. Um, I don't know. You were kind of excited about Ray Zero. Well, I mean, why wouldn't I be shit happened? We, we, we're finally, after a season and a half of complete bullshit, our girl, Amelia, passes the trial. Throw this girl a fucking parade. And I guess, but she didn't really do anything. She just kind of sat there and watched. I wonder why she failed in every other timeline before. She probably, like, saw that because she her had mom Subaru, get killed or something. She had Subaru-chan's... Uh, love with her. He confessed and they kissed and now she has the strength to do anything. Kill me. But I really enjoyed the end of the flashback. I, I, I found it, it was exciting and it was also emotional, like the moments between Fortuna-sama and Amelia. I was like feeling that. It was really good. Poor Juice. Poor yeah, juice. I like the Beltiki stuff. I thought that Woo! was super interesting. That was my favorite part, to be honest. Yeah, and he kills her. Yeah, because he's like, he can't tell what people are because of the power or something, I imagine. Yeah, and also, um, I think Pandora, she's the uh, witch of vanity, so she can change people's appearances and stuff. Like when um, she sma- when Fortuna smacks the witch, but it's actually, it looks like it's Amelia and she goes down, but it's still just the witch. Like, I think it was a mix of his sight being messed up from the spell and also one of Pandora's little sneaky sneaks. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so she's one of the witches. She is. Okay, I was confused about that because I was like, so who is this person? Yeah, um, they said it was the Witch of Vanity, I believe. Okay. But um, I really liked the episode. I didn't... Yeah, I really liked the episode. I love the f- finishing up the flashback. Amelia is still not redeemed in my eyes, but she's getting better. I was... Maybe I was just like checking out of the episode the whole thing with can you explain what happened with roswell and oto at the end oto oh, wasn't roswell in a prof- didn't remember his name roswell didn't yeah. know who he was and then he's like oh you're the one who foiled my plan i'll have to remember your name this time and oto like gets recognized by roswell but who cares because we fucking hate roswell like i didn't get it because oto isn't in the prophecy that's what they were saying oh yeah yeah which I'm not really sure what that means either. Yeah. But it is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, I mean, those are my thoughts on the episode. I really enjoyed it. I'm happy that we can 
fucking move on from this bullshit. But uh, what did you think? Uh, I thought it was fine. I mean, I'm kind of at the point now where I really want like actual stuff to happen and I don't really want backstory anymore. So hopefully these next couple episodes like heat up. I don't know what they do next. Do they go back to the castle? Like, they have to because it's going to get attacked in a couple days. And um, at the beginning of the season, Subaru is like, I'm going to save the sanctuary and the castle. And you could see in the super cool opening that just decided to show up in episode five, right? Oh, yeah. What up with um, that? Garfield is fighting in the castle. So we must all get out. Unless it's just opening shenanigans. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll see. It's I don't really want to speculate on something like this because I don't really know where it's going to go. So we'll just watch and play it by ear. Yeah, but um, I did enjoy the episode. So that's good. Mary enjoyed the episode. The Finally. ultimate Ray Zero hater. Oh my God. <laughs> but all right, what else uh, would you like to go into? Uh, let's see. Oh, let's talk. I want to talk about Wonder Egg. Oh, this was kind of a weird episode. There are like a bunch of weird conversations, I feel like, between everyone. And I don't know how I... So, last week... Well, let's just start out with... uh, Last week, there was a kind of weird, sexist kind of thing. And then this week, they just, like, peppered it in again. I'm like, oh, yeah, what's her face? Um, Rika's like, well, I'm emotional because I'm a woman, and that's why I would kill myself. It's like, literally say anything else. Like, what are you doing? It's just kind of like too large of a generalization for me. Yeah, and I mean, the, the mannequins are obviously doing something evil, but the show isn't framing it by like, oh, the mannequin said it, which means it's not true. Like, it, it, it's being delivered poorly. It's not ruining the show for me. I'm I'm totally into the show. I'm it's one it besides Attack on Titan, it's probably my favorite of the season. But it's just like the the little comments that are not doing great and they're definitely not going to age well. I mean, I I think everyone's a little bit too critical of it. Not because they're like not great comments, but because these characters aren't like good characters. Like, mm-hmm. like they're shitty mannequin people that watch like girls go die and do this egg thing, which no one even knows what happens after you save someone. I don't think they come back to life. Maybe they do. I don't think so. Yeah. And they're they're concerned about these mannequins saying like sexist things. They're assholes. Mm-hmm. They're like yeah, supposed. They are. You're not supposed to like them. So. It's not like it's a character saying and everyone's like, you're right. And this is some like good character. It's like some shit ass character. Like you're not supposed to be like, oh, wow. What they say is like, has much thought and is important. Like they're kind of just dicks. Right. That's how I would view it. I wouldn't put weight in what they say. Yeah. Well, well, we got to see how those comments come into play in the later story, I guess. But let's um, focus back on the episode at large. Uh, we just, like, hang out with our friends and have a super cute time. 
There's a and few find- interesting scenes, though. There's the the talk in I's room about the teacher. Yes, who is uh, Momoe's uncle. Yeah, that's random. And she's like, yeah, that teacher, I don't know. And Rika's like, oh, maybe. Rika is just like, needs to fucking chill. She's like, oh, maybe the teacher is why your friend killed herself. It's like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, she's probably got to chill out a little bit. Probably like not the nicest thing to say. Yeah, but Momoe is defending her uncle, which may cause a rift in the group if we do realize some sketchy uncle business, which I think we're probably going to. I think it's like um, pretty much confirmed that uncle be creep. Uncle be creep. He literally paints his students. Yeah, if that's not weird, I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, and I've read some shoujo trash. That's weird. Um, that's but. Creepy. Yeah, and uh, we got to see Nadu in action. She has a gun, which is dope. She just has a giant gun. It's like uh, Soifon's Bankai in Bleach. That's what it reminded me of. Um, and we get to see her interacting with this uh, girl who's in a f- killed herself because she wanted to die beautiful. But now no one will call her beautiful again. Because she's dead. Because she's dead. Man. That was a weird, it was weird to like weave that into the episode along with everything else because the episode wasn't really about, um, that one girl. I don't know her name. The one with the dress. Neru. Neru. Yeah. It wasn't really about her, but then we just had this like subplot the whole episode about her like beating this thing. And I didn't really get like what the point of that was to like. It's like it was trying to be profound, but I didn't know why. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I watched this episode a few days ago, and I feel like I don't remember it. I watched it yesterday. Uh, you know, she had, like, the gun thing. She was, like, sniping that guy on the bridge. Yeah, but then it ends up... What I really liked about that part is that, um... In the end, the thing she had to kill was the girl's hair. To like yeah. talk talking about the witch of vanity, right? Just to offset, it was interesting. I thought that was a cool conclusion. I miss the two light stick girls. I love them. Oh, they're gone. They went poofy poof two episodes ago, or last episode. Yeah. But I don't know. I just want to know what's going on in this show. That's like my one complaint. Like I don't see. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Like if you're gonna make all these profound statements and. We're going to save these girls, but you're not actually like, what is the point to the eggs? Like, are you saving people? Are you, you just helping them rest peacefully? I, I have no idea. Like, I feel like that kind of matters. You would literally hate um, a Waru Penguin drum. I love that show and I have no idea what happens in it. And I'm like, this show rules. <laughs> I just want to know what we're doing. That's not too much to ask. Yeah, it isn't. But, but, all right, when did yeah, I still really like the episode. Um, I like the character interactions. I like how they feel like actual friends. They're pretty natural. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, we figured out more about Mo- Momoe's girl who she's trying to save. She, uh, The girl Trot made a pass at her, and not that she was rejecting her. She just didn't know how to react and ran away, and then the girl jumped in front of a train. See, that's... Not Those great. mannequins might be right, Mary. 
Oh, please, Thomas, not even funny. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. No. Shut yes. down, next anime. Boo. My joke was funny. No. Um, uh, did you watch the new Dr. Stone? Yeah, I watched it last week. Oh, the one that came out today? Yes. I told you to tell me if you were going to watch it. I did. You're telling me right now? I am telling you right now. I didn't watch it because I thought... Uh, I watched the one where Chrome got captured, which is what you said. Oh. Yeah, and then I had time, so I watched it. You I thought, suck. I don't I had, know I, I could have stopped watching Given Clips. <laughs> Sorry. So talk uh, about the episode then, because I'm meshing them in my brain now. That's why, okay, so I watched this week's technically episode last week, which is why I didn't watch it this week, because I didn't want it to mesh in my brain, but now I watched it so long ago, I don't really remember that much. Uh, Chrome gets captured, but everyone's nervous because Chrome's a blabbity blab, but he actually holds his ground and doesn't give away anything, which is great. He gets thrown off a waterfall, but saved. And that's yeah, the Yeah, I didn't really get, like, <laughs> I didn't get that. They were just trying to scare him? I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. And I don't know what else happened. I like the episode. I'm just... Like I said, my brain is mush, and I've just got BL brain right now. I don't Oh, really and they know. built a car. And they built a fucking car! Like, yeah, what is this show? They built a, a steam car. engine. How could I forget that they built a car? Man. Chugga, chugga, I like chugga. this. I like this show. Yeah, me too. I'm a fan. It's fun. They yeah. do science. And I literally think that's all we can talk about for Doctor Stone this week. Unless you want to talk about the episode that came out today, and I can just watch two next time. Um, I don't know. Not much happened. They just built a bigger, better car. That's oh my kind god. Of it. What? Okay, so I didn't even miss that much. You didn't really miss all that much. There, There's not much, like, super exciting to, like, get into the nitty-gritty and discuss with this show. It's just a fun watch. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to more. Mm-hmm. For sure. Jujutsu Kaisen? Yes. See, take how people are talking about women in Wonder Egg, and then look at Jujutsu Kaisen. Yo, Nobara is awesome. No, She's Maki just like, is awesome. They're all awesome. Like, that episode ruled. It was a good episode, yeah. I, I liked it a lot. The Nobara uh, witch fight was good. It's a I shame she the, lost. I can't, that's so cheap. It was really jarring to me to watch her get shot in the temple. Fake bullet or not, like, she's dead. Like, someone, like, hits you on the head there too hard, and you're dead. It doesn't matter if it's a, if it's a wooden stick or a rubber thing. Like, Nobara luckily, died. She luckily, died. this is anime. I know. But I was like, yeah, you get the final hit with your squeaky hammer. You go. And then I was just like, girl just got murdered. <laughs> Damn, she did. But it was good. I was wondering who those two people in kimono, the kids running around, were in the opening. And now I know it's Maki and Mai, which was cool. I love Maki. I didn't realize they were twins. I knew they were sisters. I forgot they were twins. 
I thought Mai was a third year and Maki was a second year, but I was wrong. I don't know. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I thought one was older. Or maybe they're twins. I think they said they were twins in the episode. But uh, um, I just couldn't... And they're couldn't... both useless. What? They're both useless. Neither yeah, of them the... are skilled. They're both useless to the clan. Maki is skilled. I mean, she doesn't have curse skills. But yeah, she can, like... Mean. Yeah, she, she had two fights this episode and won both of them pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, she's obviously very strong. She took the girl's sword. Blue-haired girl, no. I know, she's really fun. And then she literally just, like, talked no jutsu's Mai into submission. <laughs> oh, also, this is, like, a total shonen thing. It kind of bothers me. The girls only fight other girls. I was thinking that, and I am hoping that that changes. But I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess we'll see. It's kind of... They do it all the time in shonen anime. But this is the one where I'm like, yo, this is like kind of ruthless, this show. Or it's supposed to be. Like, and you're worried about a guy hitting a girl? Like, that should be like the least of your worries. Thomas, there's a show about young children ages 0 to 12 getting eaten by... Getting their brains eaten by demons. And they don't want them to hold a gun. Yeah, it's like weird priorities. <laughs> I don't really get it. I feel like a guy losing his arm and dripping in blood is a little bit more gruesome than watching a guy hit a woman. It's not going to make me think, ah, oh, this must be okay. It happened in this anime. Or I don't even know if that's yeah. what they're worried about. Who knows? But it's that's just Japan stuff, you know? I guess it's just upset when it messes with things like this. But um, I want to do a shout out to the animation in this episode. It's probably one of the best looking episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen ever. And it was it was action packed and every fight looked amazing. Yeah, the animation is stellar. It was really phenomenal. And I like Nobara a lot. I just she needs to freaking win. I know she's only, she's fought like three times, and she's lost all of them. Yeah, I mean, she basically won. But she didn't. I want that W. I want the official W. Wait till round two of the tournament arc. I know. We gotta get to the, uh, what's after the forest of death? The tournament arc. <laughs> the tournament arc, exactly. So, but yeah, I really like this episode. Um, I want to see Megumi. My boy. Yeah. I love him. But hopefully soon. Yeah, good episode. Hori Mia? Uh, sure. What is this show? Like, what is the point? Yeah, Thomas, I, to I, was, I told you from the beginning, it's cute, but it's not good. Yeah, this isn't, like, that good. Yeah, the pacing's weird. And her dad's always a weird character. He just, like, shows up. Like, what's his job? Where has he been? Why does Kyoko have to take care of her little brother when there are two present parents in this household? Like, where does he go? That either gets addressed and I forgot it or it doesn't get addressed. So I'm like, what the hell's going on? Um, but it's cute trash. I mean, animation looks good. 
characters are fun. Does it make sense? No, but it's okay. And that's the show it is. And people are gushing over it, and it pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not amazing or very good by any means. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be a lot better, because it seemed like everyone thought it was really good, the manga. And now I'm reading it, and I'm like, or watching it, and I'm not very impressed. Told you. It's kind of whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it because I did read it, and it's cool seeing it come to life, especially, again, executed so well. I cannot, I why didn't they put this money into another anime? But, again, yeah, it's just two high schoolers doing high schooler things, but they are officially dating now. They held hands. They're, like, kind of boyfriend and girlfriend, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're technically dating, I guess. In, like, a weird way. But we, yeah. we got there. We got there somehow. We did. And that's really we had, it. <laughs> we had some scene with some character who I didn't really know or care about. With some girl who was priorly in it who I also didn't care about. Oh, yes. So. Shindo. Shindo is Miyamoto's friend from middle school. And the brother sees him... Miyamura and Shindo's girlfriend walking to school together. Oh, and the no, girl, no, I'm not okay, the girl like that. twists her the girl twists her ankle and doesn't lean on her boyfriend. She leans um, on Miyamura? Like what? Miyamura also got hurt, but I was talking about the green haired girl. And the pink haired girl. Oh see, there's so many stupid characters. Yeah, so that's uh Remy and and Sakura, they're on the student council. And I think Green Hair Girl is crushing. Um, this is the anime where we can actually address people by their colors. Green Hair Girl is crushing on Pink Haired Boy. Purple Haired Boy. Whatever. And Pink Haired Girl, who is dating, I believe, Red Haired Boy? I think she's with Sengoku. I don't know. Their child, Pink and Green, are childhood friends. And they're just like, there was a scene of just them like giving each other confidence about being cute. Okay. I totally forgot that even happened in this episode. So you're beating yeah, me. I wish I did. <laughs> Got him. And that's Horimiya. Horimiya. All right. Is there anything else I'm watching? I cannot remember. Oh, there's Attack on Titan. <laughs> yeah, I was saving. I we usually talk about that last, so that's why I was saving it. Okay. The only other thing I watch is Skate Infinite. It's good. I like it. Animation's fun. As I say every week. Yeah. Give it a watch, which Mary probably didn't. I did not. Truth. Oof. Burn. <laughs> I'm too busy re-watching Given. I, I could tell. Um, but Attack on Titan. Very pleased with the episode. We needed a cool down episode and it gave me literally all the information I wanted. It's like, what happened the last four years? This is what happened. Thank you, Attack on Titan. I appreciate you being straightforward for once. What do you, wait, what do you mean by that? I'm a little confused. Like, I had been saying for weeks, man, we gotta get an episode where we figure out what the hell happened over the last four years, because Attack on Titan starts with new oh, characters. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. And then we see our characters, and I'm like, why are our characters like this? And now we know why. Easy. Yeah, it, it was interesting seeing that the the scout ships that showed up to Paradise, we, like, took over and allied with some of them. Well, they were sent by Zeke. 
Oh. Like Yelena, the girl, the woman who looks like Armin. Um, Wait, they her were? Sh- I totally yeah, missed her, that then. Her ship, they come and they, they, um, she's the one that shoots the guy on the ship when he's about to fire at Niccolo and, um, Hanji and Levi. And she's the one that kills the commander and goes, we were sent here by, uh, Zeke Yeager. She's really excited to meet Eden for some reason. So Zeke's been on our side, question mark, longer than we thought. Uh, I guess so. I mean, yeah. I guess we know how it started. I also don't know why Zeke is doing this. Yeah. Yeah. No clue. Like, what made him be like, yo, you know, I should help these people. He literally went from, like, selling out his father. I mean, given he was eight and propagandized, but uh, now to siding with his father near his death. He's going to die soon. He and is. I think He's got Aaron, like two or three years left. Yeah, Aaron says that in the episode. He goes, Zeke is running out of time. Yeah. So it was an interesting it, episode. A lot of some people on the internet were a little bummed that uh, they were kind of making you feel bad about Sasha. It's like, why are we giving this character time now that she's dead? You should have given her this time while she was alive, which I don't disagree with. But what can you do? I feel like she got time. I mean, she's not like a main character. She was in it. She got that whole episode with the girl and the Titan thing. And that girl is at her grave. It's her mom, her dad, and the girl she saved in season two. Yeah. That was cool. She gets more screen time than Connie. Connie. Yeah, you're right. But I liked it. I, I found this episode really interesting. I'm very excited and curious to see where this show goes. And I don't know what's up with Eren and Mikasa's super sad and Armin's talking to Annie. And I'm like, I think Armin's talking to Annie because now he has Bertolt's memories and he kind of knows more about her. And he's, mm-hmm. I don't know. And he's holding the shell because he finally got to go to the beach. It's just a lot. But it was good. Yeah, I, I think he also had a crush on Annie from earlier in, their, in the show. You think? I th- might have read that, or Kieran said that, my roommate. I'm not sure. I just Googled it. Oh, it's definitely a ship. They have a ship name, Aduani. Mary's on the case. While not confirmed, it is possible that Armin had feelings for Annie before her reveal as the female Tyrion. Oh, let me. I have to click this now. I'm on the shipping wiki, which I didn't even know existed. Uh. Sorry, sorry. Um, two months. Okay. Since it took Armin an entire month to confess to the Survey Corps about his suspicions of Annie, it is likely that he liked her and didn't want to face the truth in comparison to Reiner and Bertolt, who reported immediately after realizing subtle hints. What? What? Oh, wait, I don't understand what you said. Backtrack. In season, in season one. Did Reiner and Bertolt tattletale on Annie? What do you mean, tattletale on Annie? Like, tell the corpse that they think she's a titan? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay, then this, uh, maybe I'm just, like, filled with fake news. I don't, we shouldn't be trusting the shipping fandom. Dot wiki.com. <laughs> Mary's filled with fake news. You should title the episode that. Mary fake is news. fake news. I'll do it. 
But it depends on how cool our topic is. I want people to listen for our topic, not because I'm a liar. Uh, that's true. Yeah. But it'd be a funny title. It would be. But all right. Um, good Attack on Titan. Excited for next week. Deal? Yes. Deal? Cool. Deal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. Topic. Get excited. Topic. We actually... We actually thought about this one, and um, Thomas is really good at talking about stuff like this, so I'm really interested. Ooh. Look at me. Yeah, I'm hyping you up. Oh, yeah. Do you, you want to intro it? Uh, Wait, sure. hold on. Wait. Okay, never mind. Sorry. There was this weird, like, bass beating that I think was from you, but I wasn't sure. But bass it is gone now. beating. I have my uh, microphone laying on my desk because my mic stand broke. So I could, I don't know. Sorry. Oh, you know what? Maybe I was touching my computer with my finger. That could be it. But anyway, oh. I'll... Oh, yeah, that was probably it. Okay. I'll talk about the topic because it was my idea. Um, so every year there's this youtuber annie tuber called uh eyepatch wolf he's super cool i like watching him complain about bleach i think it's wonderful uh because i can totally relate and every year he does um the state of shonen jump and he talks about certain series how well they performed things that were dropped things that were picked up the popularity spectrum and where he thinks shonen jump is going to progress to over the next year um, he's been doing this, these videos since I think 2017. They're always really interesting and backed with a lot of stats. And, um, actually my fiance was like, you should watch Patch's new, um, Shonen Jump video. It was really good. And he doesn't even really read Shonen Jump. So I watched it. I thought it was really interesting and I thought there was a lot of meat there. So I asked Thomas to watch it. He agreed. And we're going to talk about some of eyepatch's wolf's findings um in this episode and talk about some of our favorite series and jump some things we disagree or agree with uh eyepatch wolf and then maybe where we see shonen jump going as opposed to eyepatch wolf so if you're interested please go on youtube and watch his video and then listen to us talk about it mm -hmm. so where was there specific stuff from it you want to discuss i had like one thing i felt like a lot of the video was like less opinion it was just like this got canceled this got canceled this is new this is new this might be in like it was a lot of that which was interesting because a lot of the stuff i hadn't heard about um and right. he gave his opinion on the mega but i felt like the video is more that than like where he thinks shonen jump is going he did have that a bit but mm -hmm. I didn't know if there was, like, specific stuff that you wanted to well, hit. There was, uh, like, the big endpoint, which I want to talk about with, like, yeah. Shonen Jump Plus or whatever. But, like, was okay, there other well, stuff that you wanted to discuss from it? Yeah, well, firstly and hilariously, he went through a lot of series this year that got canceled. And I had read most of them. So that was hilarious for me. <laughs> that checks out. I have bad taste in manga, apparently, because all the series I pick up get canceled. Um, but he also went through, and this is, well, one of the things is I was thinking we could talk about is he goes through some series that he think could become really popular in Jump. And, um, Thomas, you had, like, already started reading some, apparently. 
like because of it. But uh, one of the ones I wanted to highlight was this uh, manga he brought up called Mashal, M-A-S-H-L-E. I've it's heard a, that's very funny even before the video. I had not heard of it until I watched the video, and I want to start reading it. It looks really funny. It's about this... Uh, it's in a magic world, but there's this one guy who doesn't have magic, and he, um, but he's really like buff, like he's super strong, and he works out all the time. As Eyepatch Wolf describes it, it's Rock Lee versus Wizards, and he goes, the guy goes to wizard school, and everyone has magic powers, and he has to figure out how to do everything a wizard can without magic. And apparently, it's hilarious, and I think that's really cool and clever. And um, the main character looks like Mob Psycho, so I'm in. He does kind of look like Mob Psycho. He has the hair. Who? What? What is it called again? Marshall. I wonder. Marshall. Wonder who writes it. I'm gonna find that out. She. I think I looked. I don't think it's Hajime the same Komoto. Yeah, that is not one. One writes uh, Mob and One Punch Man. Oh right, right. Yeah. I didn't. Oh, Burn the Witch is technically in Weekly Shonen Jump, but but it's, it's not, not actually, weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. I. I read, I watched the OVAs and then I read it. You could watch the OVAs. They like didn't cut everything. It's basically like panel for panel, the manga. So, and the OVAs looked really good. So you could watch those mm-hmm. single play approved. Um, this was, was there also, sh- sorry, this was also interesting because a lot of this stuff I didn't really know was I, like, I don't keep up with everything that's in Weekly Show and Jump. So it's interesting to find out what is in Weekly Show and Jump. Yeah. A lot of gag manga, which I noticed, and he talked about how Shonen Jump lost its, like, main main ship uh, gag series this year, so they're trying to really um, replace it. I did read the first, like, four chapters of Mori King, which did suck, and I was very happy to hear it got canceled. Oh, <laughs> Mori really King did bad. get canceled. All right, I'm was, looking at a list right now. It was really bad. <laughs> I the only other thing I read this year that got canceled a bit was Time Paradox Ghost Rider. Right, which he said he enjoyed a lot. I didn't. I thought it was pretty bad. I think I read the one shot. I didn't read the whole thing. I was reading the witch one, the warrior and the witch or whatever. Um, that one was okay. I was also reading Tokyo Shinobi Strikers, which he didn't bring up, and I actually really liked it. I thought the aesthetic was super cool, and it got canceled at like chapter 24 and i was super bummed i mean we could get into is that enough time for a chapter to kind of do its thing i know or, it's I hard. Mean, the manga to do its thing i would probably say it should be there for at least a year but 24 chapters that's like eh, that's not that much you know it's like a couple months yeah but I guess if, like, the ratings are terrible, I don't know. I, I uh, If you're going to go with something, I think you got to give it more time. But whatever. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, so seeing those kinds of things, what um, got cut, what didn't. I read the first couple chapters of Sakamoto Days. I didn't love it. Everyone's like, oh, this is great. And I read a little Sakamoto Days. Not for me. I guess I'm it's not funny. into. Ya- I'm not into Yakuza's stories. I don't know. It reminds me of uh, the way of the household husband. A Yakuza story. So that's pretty much on brand. Yeah, I mean, it's just like 
it's supposed to be funny. I think gag manga are just, they're fine to read. They're good for something like Weekly Shonen Jump, right? Like you don't have to read it like every week to really know what's going on. Like you can kind of just jump in whenever and like enjoy it. So they're kind of good in like a, a manga, like a weekly thing that like you pick up and want to read every now and then. Yeah. But I don't think a gag manga is ever going to be like the greatest manga. Like it's kind of capped. Yeah, I agree with you. They talk about that in uh, Bakuman. Bakuman, when, I know. What was the gag manga they made in Bakuman? Do you remember? Mm. No. Yeah, so I don't. I mean, I remember a lot of the, the manga they made. The first yeah. one was... He says, he remembers. You no, lined I thought yourself you were gonna, up. You were supposed to jump in and, and say it. Oh, I'm supposed to answer? I don't know. It's Detective Trap was the first one they did. Oh my god! What a they flashback! Did de- they did Detective Trap. Mm-hmm. And then they did Perfect Crime Party. I loved Perfect Crime Party. And then they did Perfect Crime Party while they were doing the comedy one or the gag one, which I don't remember. And then right. they did their final big one, which I also don't remember. But that's which when was I like, stopped, like caring about the manga. It was like Death Note, basically. Yeah, it kind of was. Yeah. But um, uh, I was like Otter Eleven. <laughs> Otter's Eleven rules. But anyway, back to um, the the topic at hand. Um, after he talked about the comings and goings of new Shonen series, he then went through like the top ten highest selling um, manga in Shonen Jump for the year. And it was really interesting, um, especially the top few titles, because this is the first year in almost, like, ten years, where One Piece was outsold. And it was outsold by Demon Slayer. By, like, a metric fuckton. By, like, I think um, One Piece had, like, 7.6 mil, and Demon Slayer had fucking 82 million unit sales. Like, unreal. Well, Demon Slayer had the movie this year. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that kind of helped. They had the anime in the end of, like, the mid-end of 2019 going into quarantine so people could, like, watch and stream it or whatever, going into the movie, and then ending. And I was actually talking to Mike about this. I, um, and he brings this up as well because in the top five is The Promised Neverland, which also ended this year. And it's surprising that, you know, when it ends, you think that people buy the last volume and that's it. But here's the thing. I feel like when a manga ends and you know how many volumes there are, you're, like, more likely to buy it. Like, oh, Promise Neverland, only 20 volumes? Let me just buy all the volumes, and then I'm good to go. I believe um, Kimetsu no Yaiba is only, like, 25, 30 volumes. It's pretty short. Like, I wouldn't have started collecting Fairy Tale if I knew it was going to be 182 volumes, you know? So I yeah. feel like putting a cap on it, only, only for a short period of time, and maybe for certain people, mind you. But I feel like it kind of ups its marketability a bit, knowing that there's an end and knowing that you can collect them all. Gotta catch them all, you know? I think all it kind of confirms is that a manga ending doesn't have an instant effect negatively on 
the manga sales. Yeah, at least not right away. Yeah, like in 10 years, if the manga's not going on, I'm sure it won't be as popular for the year when it ended. But it seems because Haikyuu was another one that was on the list. Mm -hmm. It was like top five top-selling manga in Weekly Shonen Jump. And Haikyuu also ended this year, in the middle of the year. They both ended in, like, May and June, I think. So, and they outsold a bunch of other shit. Right. So, all it, it doesn't affect it. I probably wouldn't say it positively affects it, because I don't know enough. But I will say it probably doesn't have a negative effect on it right when it ends. In terms of the sale numbers. It's kind right. of like my one conclusion from it. And maybe, and maybe I'm saying that thing about, oh, it ended. I now know how many I can probably get the ball. Is because that's something I do. Like, I finished Soul Eater and I was like, great. And I was looking into Soul Eater not. And it's only five volumes. And I'm like, oh, I might as well just get it. You know, it's short. I know what the end is, you know. Tagami mm-hmm. Bachi, I wanted to finish it. it. I only had to get 12 more volumes because there were only 20 volumes. And that's kind of how I make, I, I, I guess I'm a collector. And that's kind of how I see manga, of, of course, for entertainment. But if you start it, you want to finish it, you know. Yes, I agree. Okay, yeah. So that's just a bit of my perspective coming out. Um, but your sales number is going to be bigger if you have more volumes, right? Uh, yeah, of course. Like uh, a 10-volume series is never going to, unless it's amazing and the 100-volume series sucks, it's never going to outsell a 100-volume series. Um, yeah. But things that I found interesting in what Patch Wolf was saying was that he was kind of being a little morbid about One Piece. He was like, is this it for One Piece? Is this where One Piece is dethroned from the top spot? And I'm just like, dude, chill. No, it sold 7 million. It only sold, uh, and Eyepatch Wolf says this in the video, it only had three volumes this year as opposed to four. So it would have had more units. And the Demon Store, Demon Storm. Demon Slayer had the perfect storm. Everything worked out. 82 million. That's kind of a fluke, though. Like, you're not going to get flukes like that every year. So I kind of totally expect One Piece to remain on top, especially now that it's hit chapter 1000. It's got a lot of momentum going through its story. Um, You missed the volume because COVID sucks. And you were preparing for your thousandth chapter. Yeah, your sales went down because you weren't producing that much stuff. But I think... I don't think this is a permanent dethrone for One Piece. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't think he's really saying that either. I think he's just being like kind of dramatic and a little clickbait- clickbaity. But he doesn't really think it will. Because he gives all, as you said, he kind of gives all those reasons why it isn't. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that isn't the case. I'm not worried about One Piece being dethroned. Well, I'm not worried... Because I'm not, that's not something I really care all that much about. But I don't really think One Piece is not going to be the top manga next year. I mean, could something else come along and be really popular and like do a Demon Slayer thing? Sure. Like, I'm sure that's happened before in the past. Like, when Attack on Titan, the anime came out, Attack on Titan might have sold more than One Piece that year. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised. Because these things have, like, big booms. But One Piece is just so big worldwide 
that I don't think it's really gonna be dethroned. It's kind of interesting because like Naruto is probably more popular than One Piece in the U.S., but I feel like One Piece has like a much bigger scope, and it's still yeah. going on, of course. Um, so I don't think One Piece is uh, really going anywhere. So, do you think Jujutsu Kaisen has the potential that Demon Slayer had? Do you think, I think you Jujutsu Kaisen is again? better than Demon Slayer? No, yes, but I'm saying in terms of this conversation, marketing sales. Do you think it could end up this way next year, but with Jujutsu Kaisen instead of Demon Slayer? My vote's no. I'm just asking. I'm saying no because I don't think people like Jujutsu Kaisen as much as Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's as big. Right. Like, yet. I like... Yeah, yet. I don't think it will be. Like, people were raving about Demon Slayer when it, like immediately came out like people were like freaking out about it it was like attack on Titan when it first came out everyone's like holy shit this is crazy sauce and i like never felt that way about it but i don't feel that way about jujutsu kaisen and other people don't feel that way about it i really like it i think it's very good it's going to be mm-hmm. a very popular manga for as long as it runs in weekly shonen jump it'll yeah. be ranked in the top five i imagine it's probably going to take the place of Haikyuu and The Promised Neverland in Poor those Haikyuu. spots. Poor Haikyuu. Goodbye, yeah, Haikyuu. But um, I don't think it's going to be as popular as Demon Slayer. Okay. No, I I was just wondering what you thought. I would like Jujutsu Kaisen to soar, especially after seeing those badass women being badass, but you got to remember, it's still Japan. You know, <laughs> Japan um, being Japan. So now uh, get into the part you wanted to touch on with uh, Shonen Plus or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I've been, like, watching these manga for a while, and everyone has said they were good, but I didn't know too much about them. So Spy X Family and Kaiju Number 8 are, are both Shonen Jump manga that only come out on the app shonen jump plus so they're not in the physical book i'm sure like there's going to be volumes of it for like physical copies that you can get mm-hmm. i imagine that would be a thing if it's not already it probably is for spy x family because it's like 40 something chapters but it shonen jump kind of took this approach of putting some of their stuff online and i think some of their stuff is in the shonen jump app and it's online it's on both those things, so they put the scans on, which I think is kind of great. I think that's cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think the debate that um, iPad Wolf was kind of having with himself was, is this the future? Is everything right. going to be online? And is reading manga from your phone going to be the new thing? And you could, like, make an argument that it is with, with like, Webtoons stuff. You know, like, Webtoons mm-hmm. are huge. It's, like, basically manga on your phone. It's not manga per se, but it's similar. There's lots of titles that are very popular, right? Like, The God of High School and um, Tower of God and all that other shit. Like, True Beauty that I used to read. God, that got yeah. so bad. Uh, Let's Play. Also 
got so bad. Yep. So like there is there's this market for reading like online comics, right? Um, what One Punch Man was an online like gag comic thing at first. So I think it's cool that Shonen Jump is embracing that market because the best way to word my opinion of it, you know those taco commercials where they're like the girls like why not both and then like they all go nuts. <laughs> Like, that's yeah. this, right? Like, you can have both. You can have some stuff going out in Weekly Shonen Jump and have that, like, traditional physical copy thing. And then you have your stuff that's just on the app. And you could even, like, mix and match a little bit. You could put a chapter of Kaiju number eight in Weekly Shonen Jump. Why not? Like, why can't you do that? Right. And you can also put it on the app. And you can release volumes for it. Like, it's another income source. So use it. Right? Like it and it gives Shonen Jump a way to release more stuff, right? Like if mm-hmm. you're I forget the exact number of things that are in Shonen Jump right now, like how many separate manga. But it, did he say it was like 30 or something? Yeah, I don't remember. It's a lot, right? There's like at least 20 in there, I imagine. That's a pretty big amount. Because you can't have, like, a 500-page book every week of May. Yeah. It'd Goodbye, trees. I but. think there's a stat that um, Japan prints more um, manga than toilet paper. That's kind of cool. I've heard that somewhere. But now you don't need that limit, right? You obviously have, like, a manpower limit. But you can have as much manga you want on your app. Because you don't need to fill a book. You know? Yeah. Like, it allows for a lot of versatility. You can do a little bit of both. And I think it's great. Because I don't think print is going anywhere anytime soon. Print will always be king in my mind. Yeah, I think there's always going to be a charm to print that you can't take away. Um, Unless the next generations never touch a print book, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, like personally, I have a Kindle, I got two books on it and now I'm still reading novels paperback because I would rather read a book. It could come down to preference, but, um, digital is definitely a thing, obviously. And it's interesting to see how manga is kind of adapting to this new medium. My favorite part about the digital thing, and this is represented in Kaiju number eight, great manga series, you should read it is um, the flexibility in the schedule. The rigidness of print, we must have this many pages, you must get these chapters in, week after week after week, literally has almost killed Mangaka. Like, the, how many times do you hear Mangaka has to take a break because they're having an, a health issue or something like that? Because all they do is freaking write. Without the constraint of you need to fill this book with this many pages, we need to get these chapters in work till 3 a.m., you can have a more flexible work schedule and a much more happier lifestyle. Like Kaiju Number no. 8 publishes three chapters a month instead of four and takes a week off to do research or do something else. I mean, you could do that even in print. Not really. You, Why not? I mean, how, one of the, I was reading a, um, an interview with Masashi Kishimoto. He was happy Naruto ended because... In the whole span of Naruto, he was single, got married, had kids, and he's like, I feel like I like, have not seen my kids. Because they, you, you never see, like, oh, 
they took a week off every month to like just recuperate. You never see that. Yeah, you but see you the could de- do that. That's totally irrelevant to it being print or on an app. Okay, if it's irrelevant, why does it not happen? Because Japan. Okay, yeah, so still, Japan. I mean, it's their work ethic. But the fact is, they're giving more flexibility and work ethic in the app, in the digital form, and I think that's healthier, and it's going to be much better for the industry. It is. I I think they should do that. But I don't think it has anything to do with the... I don't think it's like, oh, it's on an app, so we don't have to be as rigorous. Like, those things, what does that matter? That doesn't matter. I I think there are constraints to print that you don't realize. I don't think so. And that's okay, guys. We're disagreeing. How fun and exciting. <laughs> I mean, what's I mean, you, you have to do different stuff, of course, but you can't take a week off I every mean, four y- or five you... weeks because it's print. Like all you're doing is drawing it. Like Thomas, you're saying that, but you have no data to back you up. Name a series that has taken a week off every once in a while. I didn't like, say there consistently. I didn't. Oh, okay, One Piece, but I didn't say there was. I'm just saying it's so possible to do that. Like, why is that impossible? Because it's print. That literally makes no sense. What's because the difference? a magazine has a certain amount of pages that you have to fill. Why to go to print? You, it's your why. Uh, I don't know. I'm not just in freaking publishing. I'm just telling you. These are dumb rules. Like I agree. Yeah, they are. Don't, like. You, your volume or every Shonen Jump, what is it, like 25 manga in it. If you gave them all a week off every five weeks, you'd have 20 volumes or you'd have 20 chapters in it. You could do that. You could do rotations like that. It's not going to mess with your numbers all that much. It's better than burning people out or making bad content, right? Like, yeah, I agree. But the thing is, that's not happening in print. And it looks like it's starting to be a trend for the app, which is a healthier situation. It is. I'm just arguing that the fact that it's print is irrelevant to whether it's in print or on the app. That shouldn't matter. Like It what shouldn't, shouldn't matter, but it looks like it does. I mean, I don't know what they do behind the scenes, but it doesn't make a difference. Like the app is good because now they're finding like a better footing. I don't think people would like freak out if they were like release a chapter of like burn or I guess burn the winches and out um, like undead unlucky. There's like four <laughs> less chapters a year or like six less chapters a year. Like we're, we're agreeing, but I, I don't like the argument that it's because it's print and there's different rules and I don't know what those are. The rules don't matter. It's irrelevant. You own the manga or you own the magazine. Make Change the rules. You don't have to abide by stupid rules because that's how you've done it in the past. Mm-hmm. It's like ridiculous. And you have to remember that Japan is like really rooted in like tradition and really kind of they don't like straying away. So hopefully this new medium will allow them to create new traditions and hopefully those are healthier ones. Innovation is king. Yeah. But I, it, this got, this video got me to read manga. So I read Kaiju number eight and I read Spy X Family. Both I liked. Very different. Should I read, should I read Spy X Family? Yeah. I mean, I, I liked it. It's, how do I describe it? It's not a comedy. 
It's not like an action thing. It's pretty good though. The the under like the plot is kind of cool, but the character interactions are kind of the main point. Like the plot doesn't always move forward all that quickly. Mm-hmm. It's more about the character interactions and stuff. And I like the characters and they're fleshing them out well. They don't have like too big of a cast, so you can kind of get to know everyone. Um I would I would check it out. It's it's worth okay. it. No, I'm down, and I have the next five days off from work, so I gotta do something. That's true. I would recommend <laughs> it. Kaiju number eight is pretty good. It's a little short right now. It's only 24, 25 episodes, or chapters, rather. Mm-hmm. So I don't have, like, a, a great opinion. I love the drawings. The drawings are fantastic in Kaiju yeah, number eight. I like it. I recommended that one to you. Um, and Murph recommended it to me, and I think um, Alvaro also recommended it months before. And yeah, I had heard Mur- of it a bunch. yeah. Or no, you know what? Al recommended it to me. I read it, and then I recommended it to Merv. So it's all, thanks, Al. It's all because of Alvaro. <laughs> but um, I really like the show. <laughs> you the man. So um, yeah. No, it was it was definitely interesting seeing, and this was kind of a crazy year for Shonen Jump anyway, because you know pandemic. So it was interesting seeing those numbers. Doctor Stone is the little engine that could. It's still trying to sell. <laughs> mm-hmm. And stay afloat but um yeah it's always nice to kind of be reflective on the industry more on the industry and less on the series you know i always like every once in a while when we take a step back and kind of talk about this kind of stuff yeah i feel like i go through like weird phases of reading manga like obviously anime i'm watching stuff weekly um Mm -hmm. but manga i like don't read that frequently I wish I did more. I wish I could, like, go buy manga more often. Because I like the print. I like reading it in print, like, light years more than reading it on my phone. But it's way more convenient and cheaper to read on my phone. So, um, I go through, like, weird phases of reading manga. So, this is now my read manga phase. Because I also read a few chapters of Sakamoto Days. But I might start Marshall because that's supposed to be pretty good. I want to, too. Maybe we'll start it together. There's Marshall and Undead Unlucky, which are the two that are kind of interesting. I find the premise for Undead Unlucky a little um, gimmicky. I'm not, re- I'm not reading that. One. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and then there's the all the comedy um, manga weekly show and jump, like me and Roboco, Hard Boiled Cop and Dolphin. Yeah, you don't Maku-chan. realize how much how much comedy is in Shonen Jump because we don't actually see the magazine, you know? And I don't really read, like, comedy gag manga ever. Yeah. So. But, yeah, definitely check out um, Super Eyepatch Wolf's videos. He's a YouTuber. He does a bunch of, uh, like, long-form essay videos. Which, he's not, like, my favorite person who does it, but I don't really watch too many anime YouTubers in general. Yeah, I, I don't... I used, I used to watch a lot more. I haven't been lately. Um, but this was just yeah. recommended to me, and I thought it was interesting, so... Yeah, like, I used to watch Mother's Basement and Glass Reflection. Now I don't watch either of them. I've talked about Glass Reflection before. His whole character thing just tilts me too much. <laughs> I can't take it. But I think his content's pretty good. It's well thought out. Um, the I Anime follow, Man. Um, I watched some of him. He's funny. 
He's more like trolley though than like essay long form part. Mother's Basement stuff is good. I think it just got a little repetitive for me. Yeah, I, he started covering anime that I haven't seen, and I was like, okay, bye. Um, I do follow this one channel, uh, Beyond Ghibli, where he talks about um, more series now, but originally other anime films that aren't Ghibli movies and being like, this is why other films are great besides Ghibli. It's, I mean, he, I'm explaining it really bad, but he just kind of breaks down anime movies and now TV shows. He actually just did an awesome video on Sangatsu no Lion. Um, and he's more reflective and he should like narrate an audiobook. He's British and his voice rules, but, um, yeah, I watch him a little, and I also watch a little um, Under the Scope, UTS. I shared his, uh, they do, he does a um, anime awards every year. Um, I really like his perspective, and I follow him on Twitter, and he's funny. Under the Scope, it's called? Under the Scope, yeah, UTS. Okay, I'll have to check him out. Yeah, yeah, I haven't watched, like, his videos in a while, but um, the older ones that I did see were cool. I, I, and, I, again, I follow him on Twitter. He seems like a genuinely nice guy, so I like him. Okay, cool. I'll have to check him out. Uh, yeah. I, I do like some of Super Patch Wolf's videos. I watched his one on uh, Perfect Blue, mm. which was interesting. He has some other ones I really like, but I, I think I've watched a few that I just thought, like, weren't that good. So I think he's a little hit or miss for me. But I like this one, and if you don't haven't watched his content before, you should check it out. Cause just because I don't like everything about it doesn't mean he doesn't make good stuff. So yeah, and we talked about his content, so I gotta shout out the dude. So go check him out. Yeah, and uh, thank you for yelling about manga with me. That got pretty exciting for a second there. It was fun. It's fun to like actually be excited about the manga. Because I felt like I wasn't super excited about anything I, I watched this week. So, not mm-hmm. that I didn't like it, but I wasn't, like, blowing my mind. I'm glad yeah, yeah. I watched the video because it got me to read more manga. And I was, like, super hooked to my phone this week, like, reading manga, which feels good. It was fun. You should, you know what you should read? It's um a quiet but really um emotionally impactful series called Given. Oh, shut up. <laughs> my god all right we're, we're rolling out mary close us out everyone episode 175 we are 25 episodes away from 200 crazy um again we are doing an anime awards watch along next week friday at 7 30 eastern standard time jump in the discord someone will sh- i say someone because i can't someone will share their screen and we will watch the anime awards together we're looking forward to that as in i don't i can't speak for thomas but i have never watched them before i usually just look at the results later so we'll actually get to see the show um if we're doing that thomas i don't know if we're actually going to record an episode next week because that'd be two nights in a row but we'll talk about it Mm-hmm. But um, once again, per usual, we love doing this. We love that you come and listen and that you come and interact with us in the Discord. We're happy to be here. We're happy to almost be at 200. Um, in April, we'll be doing this for four years. And um, grateful for the friends we met along the way. So have a great week in anime. Catch you on the flip side. And um, to watching a lot of good shows this week. See you later. Bye.